Welcome to the World Wrestling Super Show. I'm Miller. This is um, my dad, Jack Altermat, and Phil Sousa. And mm-hmm. today we have a special guest, my uncle Billy. Welcome, Billy, to the show. Hey, thanks, Miller. And uh, it's great to be on with the uh, the smartest nine-year-old when it comes to wrestling in the world. Yeah. And uh, glad to talk about the uh, wrestling universe today with you. Mm-hmm. So let's start off with, you know, what's one era that started in the beginning? In the beginning of the start. And that's the 80s. We had okay. a lot of people that wrestled in the 80s. But we can say there's about four main ones, right? Mm-hmm. So, first, we got Andre the Giant. Okay. Second, Ultimate Warrior. Okay. Third, Macho Man. Yes. And last, Hulk Hogan. Okay. Billy, what do you think about those wrestlers from the 80s? Uh, Great wrestlers for the WWF then, not the WWE, but the WWF. Um, and I love that time frame. And of course, I had their uh, cartoons on. Um, Hulk Hogan's show that he had on was, was great. I remember watching that um, as a youngster. We and, watched that a lot. I uh, love that. Of course, you forgot one name that was my favorite, and I idolized this guy. Oh, that's true. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Dang it! <laughs> what about what about <laughs> him? What's you forgot about my favorite wrestler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did so you? Sorry. What did you the like most, him. Bill? What did you <laughs> like most about um, Hot Rod? What did you most like about Roddy 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 Piper? Oh, I I loved it because you know he wasn't one of those guys. Even though he was, you know, I don't want to get into controversial subjects here, but you know he was on the steroids like other guys uh-huh. but he didn't have the body that some of these other guys had and and he just uh you know he was really good on the mic and that was just kind of his persona just to be completely out of control of course he had the piper's pit and uh you know i just i was just you know i just kind of gravitated towards him as kind of that kind of a more of a normal guy and not uh, uh just just seemed like he kind of lived his real um Person out there, uh, what his real life was, and, and, and of course he kind of branched out. He was one of those guys too. Hogan did a little bit, but branched out. Had some movies, even though he was kind of in B and C movies. But uh, but yeah, I, I just really enjoyed uh, Piper, and and uh, I watched Saturday Night's Main Event and everything else just to just to see him. Piper's, uh, I tell you, you said that about yeah. Piper was in some B movies, but one movie that people still talk about now is They Live. That he was in, uh, and that's a pretty. It's like a cult classic movie that people really like, and they think uh, Piper did a pretty good job in it. And uh, yeah, he was part of that wild '80s era. Wore a kilt. Uh, you and I both, obviously, uh, from little old Mountain View, Missouri. We had someone wearing a kilt was essentially a man wearing a dress. So to us, uh, oh yeah, I was like, sure. he, oh oh, I understand. Oh, I I figured out what a kilt was. What what Scottish people wore? They wore kilts, uh, and so uh, so that that was a a very cultural uh, education for me. So mm-hmm. Miller Miller, your '80s wrestlers that you like, who are the ones you like off the top, Miller? The two, well, there's one I love so much, and that's 
Ooh, yeah, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Macho Man, yeah. Macho King, Macho Man. Uh, my favorite angle, Billy, and you and I both will remember this one with Macho Man. I, you may guess. I want you to guess what my favorite angle was. No, I uh, can favorite, guess. Favorite storyline. I, I think I can guess. With Macho Man. Just get, take a guess. Was that, uh, was that with uh, Queen Elizabeth and... Yes. George the Animal Steel. Oh, and George the Animal Steel. <laughs> no, Elizabeth, I love you, Elizabeth. <laughs> I, I don't think WWE could get away with angles like that today. I don't think. He was a crazy uh, but man. But they might be able to. He crazy was, man with with uh, intellect that was questionable. At, but at his, time, uh, so. you know, I've, I've heard uh, people talk about him, and he, you know, he came out, he had a green tongue. And the reason he did that is because he the day the very first day that he did George Animal Steel, he had eaten a green sucker, and it made his tongue green. And when he came back in, uh, Vince McMahon goes, "That was great, and you you even made your tongue green. That's awesome." And so then he knew from then on he was going to have to always have a green tongue when he went out. He better to get fired. Did he have to lick a a sucker, a green sucker every time? So that that became part of his stick then. That was his shtick, and he also has hairy chest and back. Uh, the other thing about George Animal Steel that's neat is that he, uh, he was a teacher. So a lot of times you wouldn't see him during the regular school year. You would see him in the summertime on angles and different shots here and there. And then once he got out of teaching and finally went full-time wrestling, but he, had, he taught for like 20 years. So that's cool. He was a PE teacher. did not realize that. Education. So, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, look him up. It's pretty. It's a pretty neat story. I'm surprised no one's done a biopic on George Animal Steel yet because uh, he is a, uh, a very interesting character. I just loved it how he used to eat the the turnbuckles. Oh my gosh, you're right. The turnbuckles, you know, <laughs> the turnbuckles they they take, they take the padding off sometimes. And what Bill Bill's referencing is like he would start chewing on that turnbuckle and get all this foam coming out of it, uh, and it looked hilarious. It was smart. Like it's one of those where. Yeah. Yeah, in the time before there was uh, computer generated stuff and pyro used on a regular basis, uh, he was creating a visual. Uh, pretty neat. So, pretty neat. Who else in the eighties? You know, Billy Miller loves wrestling figures. Um, mm -hmm. You and I had some figures. Do you remember what these figures were like? J N. They're L J N figures. They're yeah, rubber, those rubber they figures. Were rubber there was no movement to them they uh, yeah they're pretty pathetic compared to today's miller now i will say this so we love them we i mean of course they're they're pretty sought after and i now. ran to the, the the ball carts and yes uh sports stuff but but wwe uh you know i, I really feel like they actually wwf sorry i keep uh i always get confused about that it's now it's okay. still it's wwf okay. still wwf to me really but but um, I, I really feel like WWF, to me, was as big as any other sport uh, back in the 80s. That's just, you know. And now, of course, right now, there's no other sports going on except wrestling. Right. Yeah. Um, but, um, but anyway. It, um, it definitely uh, came to the forefront. Vince McMahon did a real good job <coughs> excuse me, of, um, of uh, promoting it. He took it to the next level. He was real aggressive about how he took over territories and everything else. So, kudos to him. <coughs> you need to stick with wrestling and not football. Well, in the XFL, 
was off to a good start this year, and then the COVID took over. Darn you, COVID. Darn well, COVID. It's to say, welcome to the XFL. <laughs> so, uh, COVID kind of saved it there. COVID, well, no, he did, but he had stayed away from it. He, yeah. uh, Andrew Luck's dad was a big part of it, so that helped a lot. So that Phil, was a big deal. Phil, do you have anyone from the 80s? What was your thoughts of eighties of, of wrestling in the eighties? Phil, you're my age, so what were your thoughts? Yeah, I, I don't. I know this one offends uh, Jack and Miller, the guys I, I know uh, a little bit better. But Billy, I, I know you guys. I've met you a couple times, but uh, I hope this doesn't offend you because you need to know that I absolutely love wrestling. Now I'm I'm totally hooked. Totally. Uh, bought you know buying a hook line and sinker but um mm -hmm. frankly frankly speaking again no offense in the 80s i thought wrestling was really dumb and i thought that people that were into wrestling were um you know like just you know um captivated by something that's not even real and like you know like what's the point of this and like you know there's real sports out there all that kind of stuff again really dumb um limited thinking on my part but that was my perspective of wrestling in the 80s but there even there were, there were some personas that transcended wrestling and you guys already talked about some of those names like um you know i, I remember seeing uh randy savage in, in tv commercials like slim jim or whatever i remember seeing uh hulk hogan in saturday morning cartoons so like there were definitely some wrestlers that I was aware of, even though I thought that wrestling itself was dumb. And it really, honestly, it makes me want to go back and watch some of that, some of that classic wrestling from the eighties and nineties that I missed out on now. Um, because I was so short sighted with all that stuff. I think you, I think Phil, I think you'd have a hard time with the pacing because the eighties wrestling, the pace was a lot slower. Oh really? Slower build. It was, very, it was very, it was very different pacing. You know, they would have the time limits on the matches and, and announce that. I, I know, like AEW is kind of doing that now, correct? Yes. I haven't watched a ton of AEW, but yeah, but they are uh, putting a, a time, you know, time limit on the matches, and, and they may go on for an hour. Right. And I can remember the NWA stuff and and what have you with the Nature Boy and others. I was going to bring him. I was going to bring him up before uh, we, before we closed out the eighties. Yeah. Right. And I and I that's probably my number two guy in the eighties, even though he was in he was in WWF at that point. That but, says uh, a lot about how good he was, though. But he was good, and but I, you know, it it was just some of it was so stupid. Really, it was funny, and it was so obvious fake that the actors then were, the wrestlers were not as near as good actors as they are today, and uh, but it was just you know, it's uh really what people even today regard as you know a man soap opera, right? And that's what, uh, <laughs> and for us, I I can't and watching Days of Our Lives or uh, Young and the Restless or anything like that. But, you know, to me, that's still kind of a soap opera that I can uh, – that kind of draws me in a little bit. And, and I'm kind of interested in storylines, and it's right. fun, and it's, it's just we know fun. it's fake. We knew it. Now, but, in uh, the, but it's still. In the, in the 80s, there was there was a still kayfabe, so a lot of people still thought it was real, and they would sell that. Uh, one guy who I really thought was real – because he had a real snake, was Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jake Roberts is still, he's actually doing stuff in AEW right now, and actually one of I the just, more. I just watched that the other day, trying to get, get in the uh, seeing what AEW was about, and I, I saw him on there. I was like, that looks like a lot, a lot like Jake Roberts. I wasn't 100% sure, and then, right. lo and behold, Shivani was on there and started talking about him. <laughs> so, well, that was him. 
It was. It, and he's doing a good job. So, all right, middle time. It's ready. What's up? For the attitude era. Very good. <laughs> you got any attitude music um, you want to start us out with, Miller? Chow, chow, chow. What? What? No, I'm not. I'm. I'm waiting for the rest of the song. Is that your song? How about? Okay. That was my Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right. Four people. Oh, hold on. The, the main four <laughs> people from um the um. Attitude Era. Number one, Stone Oss, so cold, like to the top. So cold, Steve Austin. Number two, Rocky. My Via, <laughs> The Rock. Number two. Three. Number three, Chris Jericho. Okay. And number four, Triple H. H. Very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Billy, who would you say on your. Uh, on maybe your Mount Rushmore of the Attitude Era, they don't have to be those thoughts. You know, I was at that time of my life. You know, and I've always been a fan of the bad guys and, and of kind of those dark wrestlers. And um, even though I knew it was some of the stuff was just absolutely ridiculous. Yes, but uh, I, Attitude Era is one of my was probably my favorite because they could actually go out and do things. Yes. Um, they, they kind of pushed the envelope a little bit. And, uh, you know, once that got shut down to a degree by the, uh, moderators out there in TV land, I, I think WWF at the time, uh, get ready to transition to WWE, but, but lost a lot. And, and I think the ratings, um, you know, it took a major hit when they had to back it off at that point. But, but for me, <clears throat> I, I think the one that really transcended things back then was uh, the Undertaker, How and about uh, the Undertaker, and, and the Ministry of Darkness, and all yes. that. And and that was really when WWF had the highest ratings. Um, you know, you had, um, you know, his alignment, and of course he was against Vince a lot, and then they merged together against Austin and them, and yeah, it was really a it was really a neat time with storylines and and uh you know i liked some of the, those darker wrestlers uh you know with the undertaker and and uh, of course they had uh, the brood and, and and gangrel and edge uh, and christian yes yeah i had to throw i, I had to throw big, gangrel in there i know you're a big gangrel fan uh the the he vampire didn't get a, he didn't get much of a chance the vampire warrior didn't get much of no, a chance but you know what he really he served the purpose of getting Edge over and Christian over to a lesser extent, but Edge. Uh, Phil, you know who Edge is because you saw him fight Randy Orton on top of that uh, trailer or whatever that was. Yeah, I, it's so cool to see him. I, I didn't, I wasn't familiar with him at all when he came back. He had to teach me kind of who he was. But um, watching some of the highlight reels of his like old wrestling from a decade ago and then seeing how he wrestles now. He's 50 now, isn't he? Close to it, isn't he? Or older? Yeah, uh, he's dude, darn close. He's, he's still got it. He looks, he looks legit. He looks great. Um, just like his body is like he like he toned up his body again. He says, I think he even said something in an, in an interview recently about like you know I'm in some of the best shape of my life. Like I mean, it's it's he's pretty fun to watch right now. Yeah, he is. Um, who else, Billy? Who else uh, comes to mind in that era that you? Uh, yeah. 
Stone Cold, of course, you've got to say he's he's right. Up. I mean, he's the I, I still say he's the greatest um, the guy really, of all time. And what he did and what he did to wrestling, what yeah. he did for wrestling. And, uh, you know, from a guy that when he was in WCW didn't, <laughs> I mean, didn't make really any mark at all. Very right. little they mark. Didn't, they didn't give him a chance. Came, no. They didn't give him a chance. And that just shows you when uh, company execs, um, you know, don't give certain people chances just because of who they are. And, and, and that's the thing. He, he knew he was better than what he was at WCW. And, and you got to hand it to Vince because Vince let him go and do his thing. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Vince, Vince has made some mistakes, but he's but he was right on that one. He yeah. pushed the right guy. And same thing with same thing with The Rock. Well, and, and he, he pushed you know, the right guys. You talk about uh, guys that were in WCW at one point. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker was Mean Mark Callis in WCW. Didn't get a chance. Uh, Triple H was a, a character named Terror Rising. And he was in WCW. They never used, obviously, never used him. It's like there's a bunch of guys that were in there. And even you know Jericho had a, had a good, solid run in WCW. But it wasn't until he got yeah. to WWE that he got, you know, moved in the right direction. So yeah, he had the United States title and the world title. He's the first, uh, first uh, unified champion, right? Yeah. I believe so. He won both belts. Boy, um, and and I thought there. Time. And he also she would be talking about uh, WCW and your favorite wrestler. He also no, my favorite. I mean, WCW <laughs> uh, at its peak, uh, definitely. Man, I was really bought into it more than anything. Scott Norton was by there far my go. favorite wrestler. Real life bench press six hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, real life three time world arm wrestling champion. Uh, not you know burning down the mic skill stuff, but a strong uh, freak. Freak guy, really big in Japan, and there's he's one of those guys that uh, huge in Japan, and uh, won the world title in Japan, the IWGP world title, and uh, a couple times. So anyway, Miller, go ahead. I was also gonna say about Chris Jericho. Yes, he's awesome. No, he was he was one of the main. Um, he was the number one contender for the Universal title one time. He was. You're right. For Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. but then he hit that pop-up power bomb. That's true. Over. Who is your favorite Miller? When you think about the '90s Attitude Era, you're, you you talked a little bit about Stone Cold. You said kind of your four. Is there one maybe we don't know about that you secretly, whenever we watch back over some video, uh, that you're like, yeah, I really like that guy. Is there one guy that sticks out to you? There is one guy, and that one guy is. He's dr- doing a drum roll. Drum roll. I have to think about it. Okay, we'll come back to that. All right, very good. It's obviously Big it's Boss hard. Man. Uh, no, Big it's Show. Big, oh, it's Big Show. And Big Boss and Man. And Big Boss Man at Big Show's dad's like funeral. Big... Favorite favorite one ever. Favorite. Big Boss Man had a really weird run in WWE, that's for sure. But a good run. But a good run. Yeah. Anyway. And I see. It, and it uh, he got hung by the Undertaker in the ministry. I remember that time at WrestleMania. <laughs> he got hung by him, right? Yeah. The cake, whatever it was, but it. And they, yeah, they played that. Uh, <laughs> played Pretty that up, uh, but I, I can't remember if he was in the ministry before or after. Anyway, you know how they always had those um, initiations for all their guys. Ridiculous. Brought into the ministry. 
ridiculousness. <laughs> well, let's anything else. Uh, anything else nineties wise, Billy? Uh, one guy that that uh, I've got a that always went the extra mile for wrestling and didn't get the accolades that he should have. But I mean, he he definitely is going down as uh, legendary as Mick Foley. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And, oh, and I tell you what, he yes. he did what some things. He sacrificed himself. It's amazing he's still alive. Amazing, the oh. the things that he did for the for wrestling, and the, the risks he took, and uh, you know another guy that's, you know, never gonna have the the body for it, but uh, but he had the mic skills and he would make the sacrifice and take many chances to to get himself over and lost get many, other wrestlers over lost many teeth the guy doesn't walk very well now uh we saw him at comic-con a couple years ago uh a what, year what ago. a character was it a year ago yeah feels like a lot longer uh one last guy i'll mention uh kane uh from missouri Jane. uh another guy that uh at one point was in what was he in he was in smoky mountain wrestling for a little bit with uh Jim Cornette. That's how he got his start in in uh, WWE. But Kane. and I actually have a little inside info on Kane. Tell us, um, Glenn Jacobs, of course. Yes, and Mary Knoxville. He, of course, went to school at Truman State, uh, which was what well, that have been back then. Northeast, North, Northeast Missouri, Northeast Missouri State, right? Yeah, and I coached with a gentleman. At, uh, at Valley of Caledonia. Okay. It actually coached him in college. He was a assistant at uh, Northeast then, and uh, and Coach Kane. Oh. What? And uh, yeah, he played basketball for Northeast. Did he say he was pretty good? He said he's a good role player. He's a big dude. But uh, big dude, Giant. big dude. Yeah, huge. That's why he's the red machine. He's, he's the, the big, red big machine. yeah. He's red machine, and he's. Still doing it. Yeah, he is. And, uh, amazing. It's crazy. Longevity. You know it. Uh, a skilled a skilled athlete. And Super a skilled, skilled. Super skilled. All right, Miller, let's move it on. To the ruthless aggression oh, era. You just, you just punched me in the face. You just slapped me in the face. Ruthless aggression. <laughs> Slap me in the aggressive. face. Uh, well, very good. My Billy, when you think about this era... Oh, Miller time. Sorry. Ma- uh, sorry. Miller Ma- sh- I, I, guys, I'm I so sorry. I forgot about the Mount Rushmore. Is, I, I'm sorry, Billy. No, it's Miller's show, it's, and I apologize for that. Miller, I'm, I'm, you're Mount Rushmore of ruthless aggression. Number one. All right. The number four guy. You're going to be surprised, but it's got to be Jeff Hardy. Wow. Okay. Okay. Number kind of two. kind of caught the tail end of the Attitude Era was part of it. Yep. Yes. But really hit his stride for, in this Part era. of the Hardy Boys and the New Brood. Yes. Number three, uh. Kurt Angle. Number two. Okay. Another attitude guy that st- stayed with it, stayed the course, was in uh, in this era too. Go ahead. Number two, Lesnar. And Rock. number one, yes. John Cena. You cannot uh, mm. not say John Cena. I would also include, for me, would include uh, uh, Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. But you don't Evolution. have And Batista was part of that too. Yep. All in the same time, they were all like at the same at the power plant. Oh, the, uh, they were at Ohio Valley at the same time. Billy, ruthless aggression. How much wrestling were you watching? Oh, 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 to like oh eight. Not as much. 
and uh, very busy with work. And then I transitioned to the to the army. So I was in army. I'm not, uh, I transitioned as an army, watching more US, UFC than anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, that time frame, you know, of course, um, DX started the Attitude Area era and kind of carried up, you know, all those characters and through to the aggression area era and uh, you know triple h and and uh of course was, was still big um and you know the kurt angle who was just surprisingly i uh, couldn't believe that he got released from wwe recently yeah i know there's a whole herd of them that got got it and it's like uh <laughs> one of those things where this just, shows, just goes to show you where we're at right now financial well, times we, we knew yep. he was gonna get released well well, they don't have a use for WWE. Well, because they really hadn't been using them. Right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, Rusev, who was actually trained by Gangrel. Um, cool. I don't know if you knew that. Really? And, uh, that's yeah, that's who, who trained him up. He was at, at uh, uh, Gangrel's uh, wrestling asylum. And cool. that's where he got his start. Got him all trained up. And and uh, that's another surprising release. But, but, uh, but anyway, back to the aggression era. And, uh, but, yeah. Um, the Kurt Angles, Triple H, Randy Orton's, uh, you know, The Rock and, and, and them are still kind of involved there. Uh, of course, John Cena, which I'm not, a, I'm not a huge Cena fan. Um, uh, I was, a, I was much more of a Cena fan when he broke in and that, that persona. And I was just, but, but his, his, I'm not a big, uh, like I, I was never a big Hogan fan either. Uh, just because they're, you know, just nothing but a good guy, and they've seen his plate as always. In a little bit of time, he's kind of went to the uh, went across and, and tried to play a bad guy. It's never worked, and he, you know, it's just I, I see him as a little one dimensional, kind of like his his uh, acting skills. I think are just a little questionable for where yeah, he's kind of like it's kind of like Hogan's where he's been. Skills. I mean, Hogan's right. Hogan can only play Hogan. Word of life. The Rock isn't much better, but The Rock is a lot better. Like I don't know if that Hogan, makes any sense. Rock yeah. is way better. Hogan was <laughs> Hogan was a Hogan was a better bad guy though than Cena ever ever has been. I'll say that about Hogan though. Well, and his willingness. But, um, but yeah, there's I wasn't watching a ton of wrestling, man. So um, it um, that attitude error. I really uh, once they once they took a lot of that off TV and they couldn't you know have the blood and couldn't have the uh, the storylines that they were having a little risque. I was I kind of I kind of checked out to be honest with you. Well, and it got to where it just wasn't. I, I, I it's kind of we're you and I are in the same boat where we're you're kind of moving on with life. Uh, kind of there's a part of your point in your life where you kind of leave wrestling out, kind of leave it behind. And this is the same era for me too. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. Um, yeah. I'm sneezing. Um, so that's kind of where we're at uh, now with that. My highlight for this era was literally Cena, uh, Batista, Lesnar, Orton, Shelton Benjamin's another one. They were Ooh, all wait. five at Brian. Daniel Bryan was he there too? He was yeah at Ohio Valley at the same time. I don't think he was there. Singer. He was not. Anyway, then training with uh, Cornette, training with um, I was getting it wrong. Da- not not the referee Danny Davis, but dangerous Danny Davis, the uh, tra- wrestling trainer. Different two different Danny Davises in wrestling. One's the evil referee, uh, and then one was uh, a trainer that the 
old school wrestler. What was he? Mr. X. I can't remember which one. I get him confused sometimes. Anyway. So a bad guy referee? That's Danny Davis. Who, by the way, folks, if you want to hear an interview that I did with Danny Davis, the evil referee from the Hart Foundation, uh, go over to the Horrible Movie Podcast and listen to me talk to Dangerous Danny. Or is it Dangerous? That is Dangerous Danny Davis. I'm getting him confused. That was anyway. Dangerous, yeah. Yeah. So that was a good interview. It's fun. He's, yeah, uh, I listen yeah, to that. My favorite really quote good. from that one, uh, Phil, is when he goes, "You, what are you kidding me?" <laughs> so good. He's very uh, north from the northeast. Anyway. <laughs> well, anything else, Billy, on this uh, crew? Biggest uh, highlight, yeah, like aggression. I said, that 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 aggression era. Uh, I mean, I like Batista. I like him better in the Marvel movies, but uh, yeah, Drax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, anyway, like I said, it's it's not really a uh, kind of a kind of a time. I probably watched a couple couple raws a year during that time frame. That was about it. To be honest with you. All right, Miller time. Welcome to the dark era. Dark era. Now tell us your take on the dark era. <laughs> Explain this to people so they understand what this means. See, this I'm is a Mil- Miller has coined this term. So. This is all when CM Punk okay. started. Okay. And didn't he start in like 2010? Oh, around there, a little earlier than that, but you're right. I mean, he was, he was, he was hitting his stride in 2012, 2013. Um, does, does Daniel Bryan work in this era too? Yeah. The Nexus is part of this era? Definitely. And The Shield. And The Shield. And that's why early on in The Shield, we, we, you and I weren't real hep on The Shield. Mm-hmm. Billy, did you watch any wrestling when CM, Punk, the Shield when, when CM Punk was the champ? I really like pretty much like the aggression era. I was not watching a whole lot at that time. Um, you know, when CM Punk was around, it didn't seem to me like he was around that many years. You're right in the fold um, that I recall, because I do uh, remember watching quite a bit of the Shield, right, and. Uh, you know them uh, getting going. Of course, it, back then it, it seemed like kind of Roman Reigns was going to be that that guy when they were getting going. And um, even though um, Seth Rollins obviously talented, okay. and um, and uh, Ambrose uh, now Moxley, right, right, was uh, was was a good, uh, definitely a good good person, a good persona, and 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 definitely made his mark in there and still making his mark. But, um, yeah, not a ton of time, but I do remember them, uh, when they got their start and, and, uh, started getting promoted. Cool. Uh, so anybody else in the dark era, Miller, that you sticks out to you? Team beep. No. Oh, Kane and Daniel Bryan. Yep. Okay. Mm. Team heck. No, yeah. except not heck. <laughs> Um, who else? Anybody else that, um, you, that maybe is not around now? I that, don't think there's anyone else. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of people that. The only uh, the only one I could think of would be the uh, the the Ryback. Had quite. Well, I liked Ryback, but uh, he had a little bit of a run there. But I liked, you uh, know, and, and I thought they they do a great job, great actors, and and definitely was uh, he got the the fan interest um, across the WWE nation was. Uh, the new day. That is true. That is true. Wait, I forgot about one person. Who's that? My second favorite. No, my third favorite wrestler. Okay. 
Seamus. Oh, now Seamus. Seamus had a good run during that time period, didn't he? Seamus had a good run. Yes, he did. Seamus famously is a really good friends with Triple H. Like they work out together. They're good buddies. So Seamus is probably always going to have a job with WWE. But well deserved. He is a scary looking dude. Uh, yeah. Big physical. Very pale. You have to avoid the sun <laughs> to stay that pale. You yeah. have to. I mean, absolutely. I doubt he's ever been in a tanning bed. <laughs> I don't think so. A reverse tanning bed. Like everybody, you know, I, I, I'm i sure WWE has a dozen tanning beds back in the locker room area for those guys, most likely. Rolled he in for every season. Especially Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> he refused. Well, but yeah, he time. came in strong. He came in strong, and then he he definitely has faded since then. He has, and they're, they're trying um, to kickstart no the moment right now. But they brought him back a little bit lately to the no crowd, the, the no no fans in the arena uh, wrestling we're dealing with now. Miller, take us up to uh, when you started remembering wrestling. Miller, when you, the first time you remembered wrestling, what do you remember? Twenty eighteen. That's the first time you remember wrestling. Twenty eighteen. And you remember what you were watching? I was watching Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura at SummerSlam. Okay. For the U.S. title? The U.S. title. And they just went back and forth, and I thought it was awesome. Cool. That day on, well, actually, the day after that, we bought 2K on 17. Mm-hmm. I played that game a bit, and I started, and now, and I got my first favorite WWE person. Who was? Because he always had the swing blade on there. Oh. And oh. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. You love Finn Balor. He is epic. Okay. Well, very good. Uh, that's your first. So that, that this era that we're in currently is your era. Of wrestling. I was about to say something. Much like uh, your uh, Uncle Billy and I, when we think about the 80s, this is your 80s. This is your 80s. We, we uh, know who Hillbilly Jim is because of the 80s wrestling. We know yeah. who Jimmy Superfly Snooki is. Now you get to see his daughter, Tamina. She's back. Book. She's back. Anyway. Uh, From the Rumble. Billy, you've watched a little bit of wrestling lately. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Before the COVID, before the crowds went away, um, uh, thoughts on what they were doing good, what they were doing bad? Yeah, I um, I really feel like WWE I mean, has got to keep pushing the envelope a little more. Um, of course, when you have contracts now with, with Fox, and uh, so they can't get too controversial. Uh, which was smart by Vince to get to get that contract and, and get primetime TV, right? Uh, you know, Friday nights, and, and I know it kind of carried over with his XFL contract, and, and it had a lot to do with with that. Uh, I think he had a good idea there, and I think he was they were doing well until this uh, pandemic hit. Exactly, and it's very unfortunate. I mean, it's it's rough for me to watch an event with no. Um, fans in there at all yeah. I mean, there's no noise there's it's so quiet AEW there's extra wrestler around the side so you have to get a little other noise going on and it seems a little better to me just in that regard not necessarily the wrestling's better but but uh the experience is a little better because of that um but um but they were doing they were doing some good things i mean i like that they're pushing some younger guys but the problem with that is there's so many of us our age and older, they're still interested in wrestling or 
um, that touch base. And, and now our kids are watching some of it that, uh, you know, personally, I like some of the, uh, old school guys like a Kurt angle. I'll still go. I'll still watch Kurt angle. Uh, even though, you know, he's 50 plus ever in edge, you know, a guy like that, I'm interested in him being, being back. Uh, you know, I just, a lot of nostalgia for me to, right. to see, it's, it's a, it'll take a lot for me to get real interested personally yep. in an, in an upstart rest. And so that's why it, it really hurts me to see some of these guys that I think are very talented, um, like the Rusev and never got the push he deserved to right. get released. And right. uh, hopefully, he, hopefully he lands on his feet, um, with some of these other guys as well that are, that are really, really talented. Yeah, that would be and, ideal. Uh, but, but there's only, only so many spots for people. <laughs> And that's the thing. That's what you run into. Yeah, not everybody can be pushed. And so, it's uh, hopefully AEW with that and keep we get back to normal. It can continue to be a uh, be pushed, and and uh, there'll be a a chance there for for wrestlers to to uh, maximize their potential. Yeah, uh, there's definitely, especially before the everything got shut down. Uh, just having crowds and stuff. There's a lot. This is kind of the era of a lot of independent wrestling. Like, there's a lot of smaller startup companies happening, and there's actually a lot of places for people to wrestle right now. Uh, I just don't know, like I said, how this will all affect it because all those people, no, other than the main two, I don't, I don't know. Like, Impact is still around, but I don't know. I don't know if they're still on or still doing things. I, I haven't paid any attention to them. Rhino's on Impact. Is he on Impact? And I'm Rick Sean. I mean, uh, Rich, Rich Swan. Rich Swan. Wow, that's good. Good job, man. I think they're on the back. That's cool. Um, uh, but it'll just be interesting to see how we bounce back from it and everything else. I, I think that they're trying really hard now. I just think sometimes they try too hard, and sometimes their storylines are so oddly like they don't either. They either give one thing too much time, or they don't give another thing enough time, and they never find a like, good solid balance. I think the athleticism has never been higher in wrestling than it is right now. I think, mm-hmm. I think you have, you have people that are willing to just jump off things that you're like, why would you do that to yourself? But yeah, it's the nature of it. That's what those, all those old, old wrestlers talk about how uh, younger guys, I can't believe they do triple moon salts off blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't even go to the second rope when I was a wrestler. Mm-hmm. So whatever. So anyway, very good. Uh, Favorite current wrestler that's a newer guy? Anybody? You said Rusev. That's a good one. Um, Shinsuke. Shinsuke Nakamura. Best when he had the U.S. title. You think so? I don't think I see what's a good run for him. Well, they never let him defend it very much. Yeah. And he had to hang out with Sami Zayn the whole time. I like I liked him versus The Miz. Right. Pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I uh, I like, uh, and it's a guy that's kind of a couple eras here is, uh, Paul Ziegler, and oh. um, yeah, like I said, I, I, I kind of more um, definitely like the bad guys a little more than the right. your, your typical wrestling good guy. But, um, he's another guy. He's been able to hang in there, but we'll see how long. Yeah, and he's uh, real life the has the most wins, most pins in NCAA wrestling history. There you go. He's impressive. Oh, Freak cool. athlete. Nick Nemeth. Yep. Uh, Kent State University. Better name than Dolph Ziggler. I don't know why. Dolph Ziggler's a funny name. Like, why'd they pick <laughs> that? Dolph Ziggler. 
That doesn't sound like a name. You need a name, pal. What could it be? Uh, I don't know. Nickname it. I know. Dolph. Uh, Dolph. Zig Ziggler. Ziggler, yeah, pal. Get out there and wrestle. Okay. <laughs> Before that, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler's first thing was he was in the Spirit Squad. After that, he was a caddy for Chavo Guerrero. When Chavo Guerrero was this, what was that name? He's like a fake white guy. It's like so weird. Golfer character. So weird. Anyway, they became Dolph Ziggler and Vicky Guerrero's boyfriend and a whole other slew of things. So, so goofy. Yeah. Wrestling. Hashtag cuckoo. Well, what else, Billy? Anything else going on? Well, with the uh, COVID, it's really shutting down. And I, I tell you, I'm excited for things to get back to normal. Uh, not just with wrestling, but uh be nice to have a Major League Baseball season. And, uh, of course, we've got the NFL draft coming up this weekend. And, it, you know, that'll be different, obviously. And uh, what that has been before, and uh, hopefully the NFL season can can uh, happen. And uh, and high school sports and sports and everything get back to normal as well. Yeah, I know. So it's really really a shame that uh, things are where they're at. And uh, I'm just looking for a little normalcy. Um, have you seen again off wrestling topic? The uh, Michael, the uh, what's the last dance? Is that the name of the documentary that's coming out? The have you seen that? I have not seen it yet. Well, it's I think it just came out today, but you know what I'm talking about. It's the it's the uh, that last year of the uh, Chicago Bulls run, and I only bring this up, folks, because Bill is a huge Michael Jordan era, Tony Kukoc, uh, Bulls era, uh. Fan, huge. The the Pink Panther, the waiter, um, <laughs> you know, the white Magic Johnson. There's all kinds of Tony Kukoc. Kukoc. Anyway, I thought yeah, I'd he, bring that up. The, he was he was the glue for the uh, for those last couple titles. I'm excited to see him, their their portrayal of him, and and just maybe hopefully they get some audio of him <laughs> talking. On that last little bit, just of him, you know what I'm saying? Just to hear them, you know, hear him talk and, and talk about some of those great memories because we had a lot of fun watching those games, didn't we? Oh, oh yeah. Pretty good. I always I always felt like he uh, definitely uh, was more important than they gave him before. But obviously when Jordan retired, him and Pippen couldn't get along, and they never got back to the promised land. So, Ed Case. Sad case. Um, yep. There it is. So, well, um, Miller has reported to me. Miller, what do you want to talk about last, lastly before we let, let, let Billy go and close this thing out? Well, first, we um, have our Money in the Bank matches so far. The ones that are so far. So, uh, Miller wants to talk about uh, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view that's coming up. Miller, hit it. First, um, Oscar versus Shayna Baszler versus Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans um, or Sasha Banks versus TBD. To be determined. To be determined. Ooh. Um, Daniel Bryan versus Rey Mysterio or Murphy versus Aleister Black or Austin Theory versus Apollo Crews or MVP. Right. He came back versus Drew Gow- 
versus Drew Gulak or King Corbin or King Corbin to be determined. Braun Strowman versus Bray mm. Wyatt for the Universal Title. Me creepy. Bailey versus Tamina. No, but it's not the Fiend. Bray Wyatt. We'll see what happens there. No, right? it's regular Bray it's Wyatt. Regular Bray Wyatt. So you I think that you think that Braun has a chance to beat He's gonna beat him so badly. Think so? Bray Wyatt beat the Miz because of a sister Abigail. Braun Strowman kicked out at one on a sister Abigail. Okay, very good. Uh who who do you think is gonna win the money in the bank for the women? Um for the women, it's gotta be I feel really bad for um the people i think i i think it's not gonna be nia Jax. okay I, I don't think it's gonna be her i think it might be oscar probably not dana brooke what about shana baszler probably lacey evans i bet it's shana baszler i, bet I it's think shana. it's shana baszler too i bet it's old shana and lovely shana um about, after losing uh, at WrestleMania, she wants some uh, some time in the limelight. Well, and they it'll be good to have her with the uh, with the uh, briefcase. Mm -hmm. uh, Miller, what, what about the the men's match? Who wins the men's match? Now the men's match is still being kind of put together, but we know that it's going to be great. We know Daniel Bryan's in for sure, right? You see the only one that's in for sure? Who else is in for sure? I think sure? it's going to be Apollo Crews. Wow. That's going out on a limb, huh? And he wins the world? Nah. He wins he, the He wins the Universal Championship. I don't, uh, I don't think Apollo's going to get past MVP. You think they're going to have MVP beat Apollo? MVP is going to win the Money in the Bank. Oh, my gosh. That's really nah, going on a limb. Nah. <laughs> he's shutting you down. <laughs> Bill, he's shutting you down. Miller says no. So <laughs> late. Delete. <laughs> That's my. That is my hope. But of course, I like these guys that have uh, these legendary guys, and he's had uh, a good run to in WWE previously. So I like uh, bringing the legends back. Right. Well, they can do it if they do it. If they would do it right, it would be great. But sometimes they bring them back, and they they just kind of fumble around with bringing them back, and it just I want gets it to weird. be Apollo. I really like Apollo Cruz. I think he's underused. He's awesome. He is cool. Yeah, he he is very talented. Okay. Uh, well, Billy, we appreciate you coming on. Miller, what do you what else you got to say? Anything yeah. else? I enjoyed um, it, guys. Miller, you know a ton about wrestling. Thanks. You gotta sign off, buddy. You gotta, oh, yeah. you gotta, let's wrap this thing up. Tell people about things. We got. Uh, thank your guests for coming on. Thank you, Billy, for coming on. You've hey, been, my pleasure. You've been an awesome guest. Like. Thank you, and uh, it was nice to, uh, with all the everything going on right now in this pandemic and getting on here and getting to chat with you guys and, and getting to relive my the great years of wrestling from the 80s on, and uh, it was fun. Billy and I broke so many beds growing up. Oh, my God. And we're doing that uh, every... <laughs> you power slamming me, me power slamming you. <laughs> Uh, Billy's Lucky. big finisher. You know what Billy's big finisher was? Lucky. A leg drop across yeah. my neck. Oh man! And then we crack the bed and we'd I be like, "Oh, do oh no! I oh, do don't tell mom and dad! Oh, oh no!" I always, uh, I always like trying to do the the famouser. Now you would do that. He would do the famouser sometimes on me too. That's With cool. uh, <laughs> Mister Bad A S S Billy Guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Gotta love Billy Gunn. So yeah. So yeah, you didn't hear that from us though. Don't tell don't tell Miller <laughs> that Uncle Billy and, and, and Dad were wrestling and breaking beds. No, but I wish I could have a one drop for my finisher. Well, maybe someday we'll get a ring or a trampoline and you can drop one on me. Maybe tonight we'll go out to the neighbor's house when they're not when they're not awake. <laughs> we'll go in the backyard and you can drop a leg drop on my head on their trampoline. Oh, wait, 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 wait. TWF was born. What's that? Trampoline Wrestling, trampoline wrestling Federation. Federation. <laughs> anyway, well, Billy, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you, bro. Hey, you guys have a great one and be safe out there, everybody. Yes. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.